Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. As Nick said, man, this is uh, times that we're in that none of us has been in before. You know, we're all been affected and listen, I'm an energy guy and I can actually feel the energy. I feel like everybody watching this right now is locked in. I want to shout out to Nick for, you know, keeping this going because I know how it is, you know, throwing events. I know how it is being a part of events and, you know, my life has been changed right now. And so I, I want to share that with you guys just for a brief moment. You know, I don't want to have this just super be a, um, you know, just a, a self-worth session, but I definitely want to start just maybe the first five minutes and just just bringing some clarity to what's going on because we all are being affected by this. Um, I'm being affected. Obviously, you know, speaking engagements aren't happening. Uh, the physical part of my business, which I'm going to talk about why it's so important to build an online business. Um, just the mental part, my kids are at home. So side note, if you see a dog running here, a kid running here, I'm at home right now. <laughs> so we never know what's going to happen, but I want to show up for you guys. And as I was thinking through this, because we're in a time where it's easy to worry. Um, we're in a time where we can think about everything that's going wrong, everything that's going to go wrong. And I'm not telling you to be ignorant to reality. I'm not telling you to ignore reality. But at the same time, perspective, right? It could be your power. It can be your prison. I know this about life. Me playing in the football arena, being the 1%, me being the 1% as, as a speaker, I know this about high-level people. And when I say high-level people and legendary people, I'm not just talking about myself. I'm not just talking about Nick. I'm not just talking about Ed. I'm not just talking about anybody you look up to online. I'm talking about you because you're here. Most people right now aren't here. Let's be honest. With, let's be honest. Most people are allowing the inconvenience to expose their commitment. And I talk about this a lot. Inconvenience will expose commitment. When it gets real, you're going to see if it's real for you. So I know by you being here, the thing that you're here for, whatever it is, however you want to grow your business, the information you want to receive with me, with content online, how I grew my speaking business, and ask as many questions as you can because I want to serve you guys as best as I can. It shows me that you're serious. And I want to say, I want to say I'm super proud of you, and I want to applaud you because most people talk about their dreams. Most people talk about what they want to do. And dreams are cool, but dreams aren't enough because you got to wake up and go get it. And our whole goal in life is to close, is to close the gap between our vision and our reality, right? How we close that gap. It's something I call championship mindset, which I'm not going to talk about today, but consistency, commitment, discipline, faith, and heart, which you are doing by being here. So I want to say thank you. Um, I don't take it lightly, especially, especially in these circumstances. But as I was cycling today and getting my workout in before I came on here, because I want to be the best version of myself when I serve you guys, as I was looking around, I realized something. I realized that there was like a ton of greenery. And what I mean by that, in Texas right now, it's been raining a lot. Um, it's about, I know y'all do Celsius, so I'm going to say Fahrenheit. You have to look this up. But it's about 7 degrees Fahrenheit. It's been raining a lot. And it's been storming. It's been thunderstorming this morning, probably the last five days. And the thing that I realized about the storm, the thing that today showed me, I walked in my backyard. I'm riding down the trails. You can look on my Instagram and check it out. And I realized that literally my grass in my yard was brown. It was dead. It was dead about five days ago. All this rain, I walk outside today, I look on the trails and walk in my backyard this morning and it's covered in green. The grass has grew, the grass is alive, the grass is, the flowers are blossoming, all these things. And it just reminded me, and I want to remind you right now, just, just to impact your heart a little bit before we get started. I want to remind you right now that storms don't last, tough people do. 
Okay, hard times don't last, strong people do. And we will get through this. Will your business take a hit? Probably so. Will your life change a bit? Probably so. But why can't it be for the better? Why can't you start realizing that just like the grass, that storms have the power to produce growth. Storms have the, the power to produce new beginnings. Storms have the power to blossom something beautiful. So my challenge to everybody watching this right now, everybody tuned in, what is this storm that we're currently going through going to grow in your life, right? What's the blessing that's going to come out of this? What's the new life that's going to come out of this? For some of you, it might just be spending more time with your family. I know I need to sit down for a bit. And now I'm doing things with my family that we've never done. The connection is amazing. For me, idea-wise, it's making me tap into ideas that if I was moving all the time, like I am usually am, I wouldn't have time to work on these ideas. So for you, what's going to be the beauty that comes out of this storm? What's going to be the strength that comes out of this struggle? Because after the rain, we all know this. That's when that rainbow is produced. So, all right, so what's going to be your rainbow in your life? And so I just wanted to share that with you real quick before we get started, because I know everybody's going through it. Okay, no matter if we smile for the camera, <laughs> but behind the scenes, we're really suffering inside. Just think about the strength. Your perspective can either be your power or your prison. What I want to dive into right now, listen, if you ever heard me speak before, I go all over. Okay, so I'm going to really try to talk about content, how I built uh, my online business, uh, how, and I don't say these things to brag, but this is the truth, how I've been one of the you know top influencers in the world. And I started this in 2009, guys. And so I'm not saying things can't happen overnight for you, but we all know overnight success doesn't exist. I started this over a decade ago, and I literally didn't have help. And I'm just being totally transparent. I didn't have a I didn't go to a conference like this. I didn't go to a seminar. I didn't have somebody that was my coach. This personal development was so foreign to me. But what I did have was a reason. What I did have was a why. And literally, a cell phone, and this, and this is what I love right now. It's bringing me back to like 09, 010, I mean 10, 2011. I mean, I even still do it today. But it brings me back to this room. The red walls over there, if you go back and look at my old content with a cell phone, and I literally impacted the world from this office space. And it changed my life. And when we talk about speaking, you guys can ask me questions about being a speaker. And I just want to dive into this a little bit before I get into the mindset and the tactics behind content and how I've been able to amass over a billion views, over 12 million supporters on Facebook, uh, close to 2 million on Instagram, and how I've been able to do it organically. Okay, this wasn't something that I bought. It wasn't a fake it till I make it thing. Literally built this over time, brick by brick, organically. But as a speaker, I get this question a lot. And people ask, like, how did you build your speaking business? How did you become one of the most impactful speakers of this generation? Now, I could talk about this for three hours, guys. I don't have three hours, but I want to share some of the simplest things for you that could help you. Number one, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't want to be a speaker. And I know that might seem crazy to a lot of people because people see me now, but speaking was my biggest fear, like it is for a lot of people in the world. It's number one fear. So number one, I had to walk into my fear. And I don't want to talk a lot about mindset stuff today. I want to talk about tactics, but I will share this. How I was able to overcome my fear and how, I, how I'm able to overcome fear every single day, I realize this. Fear is creating a known result from a situation you haven't experienced yet. I'll repeat that. Fear is creating a known result from a situation you haven't experienced yet. What does that mean? It means that you're telling yourself what it's going to be before you ever do it. So for me as a speaker, I was telling myself, I'm an introverted person. My story isn't good enough. People aren't going to care. You know, people are going to fall asleep. I'm going to suck. I'm going to freeze up. All of these things. And so if you're telling yourself 
all these negative things, why would you ever take that journey of becoming the greatest you? With content, same thing. People aren't going to watch my content. I only have 100 followers. I only have a 1,000. Like, who cares? I was telling myself all of these things. And listen, if you look at fear as a door, right? If fear is this door right here, and on the other side of this door, right, you want to walk through this door. On the other side of this door, if it's a limited belief, if you're, if it's negative, if you're telling yourself that failure, failure is going to happen, all of these things, you're never going to walk through the door. I promise you that. But if you start telling yourself, you know what? There's progression on the other side. There's growth on the other side. I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow. You will find yourself walking through that door. And that's what I did. I went to my first speaking engagement, 5,000 people. I froze up, didn't know what I was talking about. I just spoke from my heart. It changed my life. In that moment, I decided to quit football, decided to quit everything I was doing. I did. I didn't know what rehab time was as far as to the world. Rehab time was for me, which is my organization. After that, I started making online videos. Uh, three months, six months, my life changed forever. So for speakers out there, some of you say, well, I might not, I'm not getting booked to speak. And I, the question I would ask you right now is, are you going to speak for free? And I know I might lose people here because we all want to make money. I get that. But you have to be willing to invest in the process in order to reap the benefits of it. The problem that I see with most people, most speakers, most influencers is that they want the perks without paying the price. They want to skip to the top. To, they want to skip to the top of the mountain without climbing. And it's just not possible. So one of the most genius things that I did that I want to share with you guys real quick, and you guys can ask questions later on about speaking, is that I went to speak for free. And before I lose you, I'm going to tell you my reason and why. Once I realized that this was my calling, the purpose for my life, once I knew that I had a special gift, once I knew this, I said, I have to get in front of people. Newsflash. If you're an influencer, you're a speaker, if you're anybody, a person, right, is your client. Ears as a speaker, I knew people listening to me or people seeing me if they couldn't hear was the most important thing. I knew I had to get in front of an audience. The problem was, I was just starting. How am I going to get in front of an audience? I don't know anybody, but I do. I did know people, and this is a part of being a character too. How you treat people at a certain time in your life really matters. So I'm glad when I was in high school, I treated my teachers with respect. I'm glad I showed hard work and dedication to my coaches because. These were the first people I reached out to. I reached out to all the coaches that I knew. My brother was a coach. I told him to reach out to all the coaches. I reached out to all my teachers. I reached out to all my friends and I put out a post. And this might seem crazy to do it. This is a hustler's mentality. I said, hey, I want the world to be my booking agent. And so what I did was, you got to invest in yourself. We're going to talk about this. I put out a post. I said, hey, whoever could bring me in. I wasn't getting paid. I said, whoever could get me a speaking engagement, I'm going to give you $200. Right. And that was a lot of money for me at that time, by the way, because I was broke. My NFL days were over. I was struggling. But I said, if if whoever brought me in, I'm going to pay $200. Who doesn't want a free $200? So you know what happened? The world became my booking agent. And so many people was like, hey, my friend works at this school. They say you can come. Hey, my friend is a coach of this team. They say you can come. Hey, my friend owns this company. My friend's a part of the Boys and Girls Club. You say you can come. And the thing that I see a lot of times with speakers, and I'm not telling you, I'm just sharing my story and my truth. There's people who can network their way into big stages. Like, if you can do that, more power to you. I'm not saying that that's the wrong way. But the reality of it is, for most of us, right, starting off, is that you're going to have to grind your way in this speaking business. You're going to have to grind your way in this influencer business. 
And the thing that that really helped me and understand helped me understand this is I knew if I got in front of people for free, there would be somebody in the audience, and I kid you not, this happened. There would be somebody in the audience that would bring me in and pay me because I knew I was going to impact the life there. Just one. I wasn't trying to impact the whole crowd. If that happened, great. Just like when I made videos, I wasn't trying to impact everybody watching the video. I knew if I can if I can reach the power of one, I knew that could spread, right? Just like this virus is spreading, right? The virus of positivity, the virus of love is contagious too. And so I knew that if I could just impact one, it would spread. That's what happened. I went to speak to schools. I went to speak to boys and girls clubs. I went to speak to, to, um, to shelters. And some of us thinking right now, oh, I'm too good for that. Well, if you think you're too good for that, I'm going to tell you right now, you're too good to be successful. Because if you're really in this for the right reason, which I'm going to talk about when it comes to content, if you're really in this for the right reason, anybody's your audience, right? I'm not judging people based upon how much money they make. And now you can be a speaker that only speaks to companies. That's great. But one of the things that's worked for me is that I, and separates me for most speakers in this world is that I can go anywhere. Most speakers can't do that. You can put me in the hood. I'll impact people. You can put me in corporations. I'll impact people. You can put me in schools. I'll impact people. And as a speaker, one of the best things that you can do is go speak to the youth. And some of y'all looking at me like, that's crazy. You know why? The youth is your hardest audience. I bring my, 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 my speakers that I coach every single time. I said, if you can't impact the youth, then I'm going to tell you right now, as a speaker, you probably won't have longevity because you have to be your authentic self. You have to learn how to communicate and to connect. That's the difference. A lot of people can communicate, but few people can connect. John Maxwell, go read his book. It's beautiful. And so I knew if I could connect with kids, because kids will let you know if you're born. Kids will fall asleep. Kids, attention spans, they will let you know. And I started there. And so now when I get in front of audiences, 30,000, 20,000, it's easy. Okay, so my main goal for you as a speaker starting off is to network, right? Let your voice be heard. I don't care if it's one. I don't care if it's a crowd of 100, okay? So you guys can ask questions about that later. I want to dive into content, okay? This is the reason why most of you are here. This is the thing that has changed my life. And I will encourage you guys, if you don't have an online business, start, okay? Because Though my physical businesses are taking a hit right now, you know what's not taking a hit? My online content. I'm still going to make seven figures, well over seven, seven figures for my online content. And actually, at these times where people are in the house, influencers online are actually having more engagement. I was on Facebook Live the other day. Usually I have 5,000 people on there. It was 10,000 people. And so that's why I build an online business. Um, being an influencer during these times is very, very important. So I'm always going to encourage you guys to do that. I want to break down the mindset real quick as a content creator. Okay. Then we're going to get into super tactics. This is tactical too. And I want to encourage you watching this right now, not just me, but this whole conference is what are you going to take from this? What have you already taken from this? And not just listening to it because a lot of people go to conferences and they clap and they yell and they leave there excited and motivated and inspired, but nothing happens in their life. There's no movement. And I'm gonna tell you right now, motivation sucks. It does. It's it's good, but the reason I say it sucks is because too many of us depend on motivation to actually move. And sometimes you're gonna have motivation, sometimes you're not. But what makes movement in your business, what makes movement in your life is application. Application creates transformation. You have to act on this. So even if it's just one thing from this conference or one thing from what I'm saying with content, 
even the most minor thing can make the most change in your business, in your company as a speaker or whatever you're in here for. So I want to break down the word impact because when it comes to the mindset, when it comes to the foundation of me being a content creator, of me being able to have over a billion views total, um, well over a billion views, it came down to me knowing that this is my North Star that makes sure I'm staying focused on the reason why I started, the word impact, okay? The I, write this down and apply it to your life. The word I is intention, okay? You have to make sure, and I only can speak from my truth, guys. Like, I'm not the guy that faked it till you make it. I'm not a guy. So I don't know how to tell you to fake it till you make it. I'm always gonna speak from my reality, but I do know intention. When I look at high level people, the 1% of people that I know, sports, speakers, authors, intention. Being intentional is key. So the question I wanna ask you right now is what's your, what's the internal motivation for you wanna do what you do? What's the internal motivation? Because I mean, this is a perfect timing for this message because what we're seeing a lot right now is we're seeing a lot of people's external motivation get exposed. A lot of people's external motivation get exposed and they're having to tap into the internal motivation and internal motivation should always be more important than external motivation. What's external motivation? Followers on social media. And like I said, I have millions and I'm going to tell you right now, you can reach the world with one follower. You can, I'm going to take, I'm going to break down how to create viral content here in a second. External motivation. Money in the bank account. Those things are cool. But when you don't have access to those things or those things are taking a hit, are you still going to be able to show up? So what's your internal motivation? My internal motivation for creating content was simply this. I wanted to help people with their self-worth. My friend committed suicide and I made a promise to him at his funeral that I would spend the rest of my life. Rest of my life. No matter, it, it wasn't a negotiable in there. It wasn't, oh, I will, I will do this if. No, I will spend the rest of my life the rest of my life doing this. And when you when you really commit to that, when it's a roadblock, when it's an obstacle, you know what you do? You don't turn back and go home. When the destination is important enough, I promise you, you will find a way. Just like you had to be at work and you had to be somewhere, you're not gonna turn around and go home. You're gonna find a way. You're gonna find a way with your gift, with your calling, with your calling and what you do. So what's your internal motivation, right? What's the thing that is going to push you through these hard times? What's the thing that's going to have you show up consistently for a decade, even when success hits? Because your mission has to be success and failure proof. And what I mean by that is that so many people experience failure and they quit. Oh, this isn't for me. Not knowing that something's taking, something's taking uh, place below the surface. Not knowing it's that gardener's mindset. Not knowing that I plan to see, even though I can't see it growing, I know that something's, that, that, that something's growing beneath the surface. Some people experience success and they slow down. My NFL career, that was me. I experienced success and guess what happened? I kicked my feet and was like, oh, I made it. Getting there isn't the goal. It's either staying there or growing from there. So what is your why? Like what's gonna be that reason, okay? That's intention. I'm gonna try to move to this fast because I wanna give you guys some tactical stuff on things you can apply to your, to your, um, to your content, uh, your online, your social media. The M in impact. And these, again, these are things that I check in on myself every single week. The M in impact is magnet, okay? And this is big. This is super tactical right here. Your magnet is your it factor, okay? Your magnet is what separates you 
We're in a world right now that's full of noise. There's a lot of, and listen, there's enough for everybody, by the way. I'm not trying to scare you and say, oh, there's too many life coaches, but everybody's a speaker. Everybody's a rapper. <laughs> everybody's a life coach. Everybody is a motivational speaker. Everybody's an online marketer. And look, that's great. Like I would rather positivity and negativity any single day. But what is going to separate you? And it could very well be the thing that you don't like about yourself. What separated me, just to be totally transparent, was how I looked. There wasn't motivational speakers starting out with a, that would come on stage with a, with a snapback cap, with a t-shirt, with some tattoos, with some dreadlocks. And there wasn't many people in the personal development space that was urban. And I want to just say black because there's a lot of black speakers, but there wasn't people that was urban. It wasn't a person that was straight up like that. And I'm sure there was, but it wasn't many. And I had so much advice. And this is why you can't always listen to the opinions of others. I'm not saying to be ignorant to, con to constructive criticism, but this is why you can't always listen to the opinions of others because just because people, it worked for them, they don't know your path with your life. And so people told me when I started as a speaker, as an online content creator, it's like, hey, if you want to make it in this space, you got to change the way you look. You got to change the way you dress. You got to change the way you talk. You got to change the way you present information because it's just too real. I'm just like, what? It's too straight to the point. It's not enough fluff. As crazy as that sounds, it's not enough fluff. You're speaking directly to people's hearts. And while that may move people, companies aren't going to bring you in. And to be totally honest, when I started, a lot of companies weren't bringing me in. Even though I was impacting millions of people at a time, companies weren't bringing me in. Businesses weren't bringing me in. And the thing that I got a lot was, and it just gives me chills when I say this right now. There's so many people, and I'm not telling you how to dress. I'm telling you to be yourself, okay? Suit, tie, cool. That's you. I wear that sometimes. You want to come out with, you know, a t-shirt? Cool. Just be your authentic self because when you're authentic self, you create connectedness, which we're going to talk about in a minute. And so the thing that I, the thing that I was told to me was, you're not professional enough. But the thing that I always hung on to was I might not be professional enough, but I'm purposeful enough. And as time went on, it separated me because when people came to my page, I was different. When I stepped on stage, I was different. I wasn't like everybody else. Now, am I telling you be ignorant to success, other people's success? No, success leaves clues. But your greatest gift is your uniqueness. Your greatest gift is your originality. Your greatest disability that you think is a disability could be your greatest ability. You can't be afraid to be you. I wanted to start the trend. I didn't want to follow it. And it took longer for me to actually get to this point. But now I want to top motivational speakers in the world because, and that was the main part for me. So what's going to be your magnet? What's going to be the thing as a speaker that stands out about you? Maybe it's your compassion. Maybe it's your straight upness. Maybe it's the way you present information. Maybe it's your, the, how educated you are on a certain topic. There's so many different things that can work for you. But you have to figure that out. And you might be asking, well, how do I figure that out, Trent? How do I figure out my magnet as a content creator, as a speaker? Ask. Ask. You don't have to do this by yourself. You don't have to, like, just hope it magically pops up <laughs> in your hands. Ask. Ask people right now. This is your homework. All right? You have a lot of homework. But ask people, what is it about you that stands out? What is it about you that, that gravitates people to you? And once you understand that truth, once you get, a, like, an answer or a few answers that is consistent, triple down on that. So when people told me, Trent, you know, it's kind of like, I don't expect it from you because of how you look. I'm like, okay, cool. I understand that's a magnet. Trent, it's just how real you are. Like you just straight to the point. Okay. 
I understand that's a magnet. It's trying, like, it feels like that you know my struggle. Okay, I understand that that's a magnet. It's how you present it. I understood the magnet, magnets. And what I did was I tripled down on that. So I, okay, so the M is understand the magnet. Let me go through this because I'll be here for two hours with you guys. I want to serve you guys as much as I can. So I'm bouncing around a lot, but I just want to give you guys as much as, as I can because I appreciate you, you guys for taking time out your day during this time to be here. Okay, the M, the P is power. Okay, power is connection. Um, and like I said earlier, communication isn't enough. Listen, you can be, I wish I could show y'all right here, but think about it. You could have, you could be a light, right? You can be this lamp that's behind me. And it doesn't matter how powerful this light is, right? This light, this light's job is to illuminate the darkness. It doesn't matter how powerful this light is. What matters is if I plug in this light, because this light is never going to turn on if I don't plug it in. And the best way you plug in your light and you plug in your gift to shine is that you have to have total belief. Listen to me. You have to have maximum belief in what you do, right? Is it real for you? The thing that I see a lot of is that we live in information overload right now on social media. And I think too many people are just given information because we live in a time where the media is just passing out information, whether it's right or wrong. They want to be the first and everybody wants to be the first. I think it's more important to actually live the information that you're presenting before you present it, if that makes sense. Is this information really real to you? Because this is a tactic, guys. It's not just some motivational crap. This is a tactic. When it becomes real for you, realness in your heart, total belief, creates total belief in other people. Like right now, you know I'm believing in what I'm talking about. So it makes it real for you. But if I'm up here talking about, well, you know, you can just feel that type of energy. I don't know what scientific, scientifically the right words to prove that, but I just know for a fact, when you totally believe in something, in somebody, you often make other people believe in it too. So understand your power. How can you create more power in your life? How can you believe in it more? It's simple. You have to live it more. The A is activity. Okay. And we're probably going to touch on this. We're probably going to go over this twice, but activity, activity, movement creates influence. Okay. Movement creates influence. Stop trying to be perfect. Stop trying to have the perfect message. Stop being afraid to mess up. Give it to the world. I'm not telling you to be sloppy, but stop trying to be perfect because perfection doesn't always connect. As I told you before, I started off with a cell phone. I didn't have some high budget cameras. I didn't have the things that I have now. I had a cell phone. That's it. Stop trying to be perfect because even your imperfect self can make the perfect impact in a person's life. They're speaking engagements where I feel like I sucked. I was like, oh, that was terrible. But then I go home and I see my inbox saying, man, that was the greatest thing I ever heard. I needed that. There's times where I fell on stage and it created so much laughter and joy in people's hearts. The imperfection became the thing that worked for me. And so there's times where I've been perfect on stage, where I feel like, oh, I crushed it. And people was like, ah, I didn't really connect to that as well. Okay, so stop trying to be perfect. Go get out activity, okay? And I'm not telling you to lose yourself, protect your mental health, but no activity, no impact. So check yourself in the game because all the ideas, all the knowledge that you have means absolutely nothing if you're sitting on the bleachers and the sidelines, okay? Don't be a spectator watching someone else's dreams Check yourself in the game, whatever that means to you and whatever level that means to you, okay? C is consistency, okay? Consistency creates trust. Listen to me. The reason why people come to my page every day is because they can trust me. Simple. The reason why you go eat somewhere, the reason why you're here is because you trust someone. You trust Nick, right? You trust Nick that he's going to deliver. The reason why people are going to come to you is because your consistency, not necessarily your talent, people. Is your consistency. How consistent are you in your message? People know what they're going to get from me, so they come to me for it. 
They, you know, if you come to my page or watch my videos, it's going to impact your life or create some type of impact in someone in someone you love's lives. Period. I asked this lady this question. I'll be real quick because I'm t taking way too much time on her. I'm, I'm acting like I have three hours, so I'm trying to talk as fast as I can and get through this. So, at least this part. I'm going to slow it down. So I asked the lady. Because um, this was crazy to me. And this is a part of strategy and why consistency matters. You might be like, okay, I understand consistency is a mindset thing, but no, why it matters. I had a lady uh, tell me that, especially when it comes to the algorithm. So I would post my video and which I'll talk about in a minute, I'm super active in the comments. And I would tell you, man, to be hands-on as much as you can, especially if you're starting out with your social media pages, because it gives you so much information and feedback that I think sometimes we get so disconnected from it, we pass it on to our employees or somebody, which is fine, but, and, and we disconnect from it, that we don't understand, we don't receive the information that comes from our pages. And the information that comes from your pages, your community is telling you exactly what they need and like what they want and how you can serve them. But anyways, I asked this lady because I posted a video and the video was five minutes long. And I started seeing all these shares within the first 30 seconds. And I'm like, at first I took offense, I'm like, I just spent, all this time on this video, on this creation, and people are sharing it before the video's over. I was like, you haven't even watched it. So I went, I found a name on there, and I messaged this lady. She didn't believe it was me at first, but I'm always super active in my community, always. And I messaged this lady, and she says, and I tell her, I said, hey, not to be disrespectful, but like, you didn't watch the whole video because I saw you shared it like 30 seconds. And she said, Trent, not to be disrespectful, but... I already knew that what you were going to deliver. And I just, from a selfish reason, she said this, from a selfish place, I just wanted to be one of the first people to share. I wanted to get it out to my community so fast because um, I knew it would impact people's lives. And when she told me that, it really created an aha moment for me. It really made me understand the importance of being consistent with your content, being consistent with your message, being consistent with your creativity, being consistent with just who you are. Because it made me realize, like, all these people are sharing this. And you might say, well, what, how does this matter? Why does this matter? Because it matters about the algorithm. When your stuff is shared quickly to the algorithm, and I don't want you to put too much pressure on the algorithm, by the way, because some of us, we let the algorithm control our whole life. How can I beat the algorithm? But when you have, when you have so much, so many shares and engagement in those moments, and people are sharing and commenting and watching, when it first starts, the algorithm is saying, oh, this is a dope message. This is a dope video. Let me release this to more people. And so it really helped my content. It really helped my videos. My biggest video has over 200 million views and over two, I think maybe now 2 million shares. And we're going to talk about shareability and relatability and why that matters. But the point is that confidence creates confidence in yourself and it creates trust with your community. The T, before we move into the tactical stuff, the T is transparency. We live in a time where people want transparency. I will tell you that. If you do anything, take anything from here, please be your transparent self. People wanna see your struggle. People wanna see that you're a human being. There's a lot of people who think, as long as I stand at the top of the mountain and be this guru and you know be the guy that has it all together and sell perfection, people are gonna buy that. Some people will, but if you want to impact the world, millions of people, every continent, every country, then transparency is what's going to get you there because people are going to see themselves in you.
this week, I talked about my struggle with this coronavirus. I let people know my business is taking a hit. I'm struggling. I'm worried. But this is how I'm getting through it. So how can you be more transparent? And if you're afraid of being judged, I just want to tell you, people are judging you anyway. So that's the mindset for me when I'm creating content, when I'm just building my brand as a speaker with rehab time. I'm always going through those, those five letters, right? Intention, power, activity, consistency, um, being having a magnet and transparency, right? Impact. Let's move forward to the tactics behind my growth when I create content, okay? And this is gonna blow your mind in the most simplest way ever, okay? You're about to be like, that's all that you do? That's crazy. But I'll tell you something, the simplest things are often the hardest things to do. Some of us, we are looking way too hard. We're trying way too hard to make the world respect our greatness. It's like when you, you ever lost your keys before and you're looking everywhere and your keys are like in your pocket, right? You're just, you're searching too, you're looking too hard. And so simple things that you can apply right now to your content. Quote, I don't think viral when I'm creating content. As crazy as that sounds, I don't, because if I'm thinking viral, I'm not creating from the purest place. My creativity suffers. And there's times where as the numbers started to grow, my mindset started to shift to viral and I have to check myself. My producer had to check me and be like, Trent, nah, we're not creating from viral. We're creating from impact. We're creating from creativity because that's what's going to fulfill you and keep you alive. Because if you get caught up in the viral thing, you're going to feel empty because you're not creating from the purest place. And as creators, as influencers, it's very important to create from your creativity, right? Not from what you know is going to work. Okay. I don't think viral. I think impact. There's three E's. Okay. Write these things down. There's three E's when I'm thinking about content, whether it be writing a book, whether it be writing a post, whether it be a podcast episode, uh, whether it be me making videos. The first E is emotions. Okay. I know this fact. Emotions create motion. When people are moved, your content will move. What do you mean by this trend? So I know for a fact, if I touch someone's emotions, right? If I touch someone's emotions, then they will share that video. Their life will be impacted by that content. And I know this because if you just think about, it's not rocket science, people. If you just think about your own life and what moves you, right? It's when some touch touches your emotions, whether it motivates you, whether it makes you sad, whether it brings joy to your heart, whether it brings, you know, even anger. I don't really create content from anger, but when you see the most viral content, if you really study it, the main piece in the content usually, even if it's a reporter that's reporting on something, is that they're touching people emotionally. And so what I do, and this might seem crazy, but this is what I do. So let's take the coronavirus, for example, right? What's going on right now? We'll do this in real time. And so if I'm gonna create a video that is gonna be about the coronavirus, okay? I'm not gonna be a reporter, that's not who I am. But some of you might be a reporter, right? You might be a person that writes. And so for me, I'm gonna create probably video in doing this. The first thing that I do before I even create is I think about myself, right? What emotions is this tapping into me? Okay, it's worry, 
It's anxiety, it's doubt, it's fear, it's stress. And I even do this before I go on live, by the way, guys. It's all these emotions. But I know in order to impact masses of people, and I don't always want you to think about that too, but just to understand this, in order to impact masses of people, yes, it's about you, but it's also way more about the other people that you're trying to impact. So just because your emotions say this doesn't mean everybody's feeling that. And so what I do is I have a conversation and this might seem crazy to people, but I have a conversation with a whole bunch of different people. So with this coronavirus, I'm having a conversation with a nurse and a doctor that's overwhelmed, right? And, and this doesn't mean a real audible conversation. Like a lot of this is my imagination. I picture myself sitting at a table with a whole bunch of different people and I'm having this conversation with this nurse. What is she going through? And if I can find a nurse in person, like a real one, I will actually interview them and ask them what they're going through. But that's not always the case. So I identify her emotions or his emotions. Okay, cool, cool. I put that on the board. I have the single dad or single mom, right? That's kids are at home. They're saying, I'm going to go to work. Identify her emotions. I have the, the business owner that's business are suffering. Identify his, his or her emotions. And I have this with as many people as I can. What I do is, is I take the common emotions and I say, okay, I take probably the top three emotions that was consistent without throughout all these people. Because I, you can, and I will say this, I don't want to say you can't, you can target a certain demographic. Like if I wanted to make a video for nurses, you can do that, right? Or a video for the business owner, you can do that. But if you're thinking reaching people on a mass level, right, you have to reach everybody as far as your mindset when creating. It's with impact and creativity. And so I identify the universal struggles. And so when people say, Trent, it feels like you know what I'm going through. I do. Because I understand that struggle for one, and I understand that a lot of other people in this world go through those struggles. So one is emotions, all right? So if you're trying to create things, you have, and you want to make these things impact on a mass way, um, or even on a simple way, you want to create impact, you have to identify the emotions before you create, all right? Have a conversation with people, like literally have this conversation. I promise you, it builds confidence in you and it helps. The second E is entertainment. And this can be so many different ways, guys. Like whatever is real for you, whatever you think entertainment is. And I will say this, the reason I say the goal is not to just go viral or not to create something that just reaches people in a mass way, because you can be negative and go viral. Like I can go outside right now, and just make a video slashing people's tires and that will go viral. But that doesn't represent who I am. It goes against my principles. It goes against my standards and my morals and my values. That's why the intention is very important, right? So when it comes to entertainment, the question that I often ask myself is that what's the journey that I'm going to take people on through my content? So the question that you should be asking yourself and make sure you're writing these things down is what's the journey that you're going to take people on in your content? What's the journey? Um, what's the sequence? Let's talk about that. When I talk about the journey, right, I basically lay it out. I say, okay, this is people's problems and I want to get people like chapters of a book. I want to get people, and I do this with even three-minute videos, guys, four-minute videos. Let's take people on this journey because you have to realize something. If you want to keep people's attention, you have to take people on a journey because if you don't take people on a journey, it's going to be very boring, and they're not going to watch. The average watch time for videos are less than three seconds. You know, So if you can keep someone's attention for over three seconds, you're doing something right, and pay attention to these things. Look at your analytics, by the way. Look at your YouTube. Look at your Facebook. See when people are dropping off. See when people are staying on and don't ignore those things. 
And so take people on a journey. The other question I ask myself is what's the sequence I'm going to create to keep people's attention? And so if you think about yourself, if you think about, okay, what keeps my attention when I'm watching a Netflix series? Or think about this. Why do you binge watch certain uh, things on Netflix or your favorite TV show? It's because it has suspense. It's because the next episode or you're trying to figure out, okay, well, what's going to happen next? And if you can provide that in your content, and it isn't always video, like I, I'm, I'm about to break down real quick another way, but if you can break down in your content what's going to happen next and take people on this journey, then more people will stay on there and more people will be entertained by it. Because at the end of the day, I'm just gonna be honest, you have to mix these things because people want entertainment. People want to be entertained. That's why we pay for you know, concerts. That's why we go to NBA or NFL or soccer, uh, football, basketball games, okay? So what's the entertainment piece? And so as my podcast, right? My podcast is number five, number five, I think, or top five in education in the world. It's 500,000 podcasts in the world. Mine's in the top 100 very often. And people always ask why. Well, if you listen to my podcast, and even the videos that I make, I'm often offering listicles. Why is that? And a listicle is, hey, these are the five things you need to protect your peace. These are five things you need to be a speaker because people naturally, they wanna go on that journey, right? They don't, they don't just want one. Once you say one, okay, what's two, what's three, what's four, what's five? And just by that small strategy, you can keep people engaged. So I would challenge you guys watching this right now as you're creating content, what's the suspense that you're going to create? Maybe it's listicles. Maybe it's, you know, some type of major boom that happens that, grab, that grabs people's attention that is just crazy at first and people want to watch the rest of it. There's so many different ways, but you have to be entertaining. You have to keep people's attention. And entertainment doesn't mean ignorance, by the way. Okay, just so think about that. The last E is education. So I'm thinking about emotions. I'm thinking about entertainment. I'm thinking about education. Because this matters to me. I don't want to just be entertaining. And for me personally, some people are different. I don't want to be entertaining and people don't learn anything from it. Okay, so education. What are people learning from your content that's changing their life? You know, if you're in this business of personal development, as people call it, if you're in this business of being an influencer, you're a speaker, you're an author, you should be in it to change people's lives and help people and impact their lives. So what's the thing that people are going to get from you, your content, from your books, from your podcast that's going to change people's lives? Like, what's going to be the thing? What's going to be the things? Um, I think legacy in my content creation, and this always just sparks my my interest because I don't think about just now. I think about my grandkids. I think about people that when I'm 90 years old, people are going to be like, hey, you're dealing with friendships? Here's a cool video. It's old as heck. It's like a different color. Who knows what the color's going to be then? But here's a video that can really speak to your heart. Oh, here's a book that you can read by Trent that can really speak to your heart. And so I'm always thinking about, as I create an education, what are the questions people are going to ask and how can I answer those questions? And how can those answers be something that could last the test of time? Okay, so those are things that you can do when you're creating content, okay? Those are things that I think about, the threes. Emotions, entertainment, education. I hope you guys are tuning in and getting this because I don't want to just motivate you guys because I could do it all day. But I want to give you guys some behind the scenes stuff of how I create that can really help you and really transform you as an online creator or transform your online business or as an author, or as a podcaster. 
Um, the next part is, I call it the three C's. And these are small tactics that I kind of work through, just like the three E's that I feel like actually help the content go even further. Um, and I think if you take in these three C's, I really feel that it can truly, truly help your life. Okay, so the first C obviously is content. My method of content, I think relatability, shareability. The share button is very, very important. The reason I'm able to go across the world because somebody at some point shared some type of content. The reason I have millions of followers is because somebody at some point shared some type of content. How do you become shareable? It's simple, you're relatable. When people feel cared about, when people feel cared about, when people feel understood, when people feel inspired, right? It's tapping into those emotions again. They will share your content. Okay, I promise you that. When it comes to content, our relatability creates shareability. Write that down. Second thing, get straight to the point with your content. You have to understand on social media right now, you're in, you're in competition with millions of people, right? You're in competition with this. This is people's actions. They're flipping through, right? Millions of books, millions of podcasts. You have a very short window to impress people, to keep people locked in. And so the thing that I tell everybody that I coach is you have to make people stop, okay? You have a short window to impress. So if you watch my videos, I'm very, 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 very uh, conscious and very strategic in making sure the first five lines in my video are things that will impact somebody's heart, are things that say, hey, I got to hear the rest of this, are things that pause time for people and grab people's attention. And so when you're this content, you cannot be boring, okay? And and lives are different, but it, and, and everybody's different, by the way. But if you're there like, oh, okay, today we're going to talk about blah, 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 that's not like, you might get people, but if you say, you know what? Real situations expose fake people. Like everybody in your life might not like that type of energy, people are gonna stop. Third thing, when it comes to creating content, titles are everything. And I've actually done this study with my own work. The videos that I just put up, just a video up there with just my face, had way less engagement than the videos that I do with titles. And I don't mean titles like, make your titles big and make your titles bold. Go to my Instagram and check it out, you'll see. Um, because that's, that's what's going to get people to stop. Like I said, with that exercise of their thumb, if they're keeping, if they're scrolling, 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 then they're not going to stop if they don't see a title. So if my title is like, you know, for example, my live the other night, I said, you know, coronavirus, right? That's a title that's going to make everybody stop. But once people stop, you have to make sure you deliver the information. So make sure your titles are thought out and the way to do it, um, is, Asking people, like I'll ask my wife, I'll ask my kids, I'll ask my friends, like, hey, like if you saw this video based upon the, the, the conversation was, you know, friendship or the title, the, the topic was friendship, would you stop on this? And they'll be like, yeah, or they'll be like, no. So I make sure I play with titles to make sure it gives me the best chance for people to stop and actually digest my content. Fourth thing, or another thing, I'm probably like on thing 20, is when it comes to content, I'm always making sure I have CTAs, calls to action. The power of CTAs is very important. Telling people what to do. Because if you leave it in faith's hands, most people aren't going to do it. But if you tell people what to do, 
And if, even if you give people incentives, like cool incentives, like, hey, I'm going to pick somebody to, to FaceTime. I'm going to do this. That even brings it over the top because people will do things for incentives. Like, it's just crazy. But tell people what to do. Tell people to share your content. Tell people to tag someone. I know you hear this a lot. Tell people to drop a heart. Tell people to, you know, just go look at my page. Tell people to, to um, say yes or whatever it may be because I've done this again. When I don't say it, my engagement goes down. When I do say it, my engagement goes up. Something simple, but the simple things create can create major movement in your content, which creates ma major movement in your business because it brings people to you. It brings customers to you. So with your CTAs, make sure they're clear. And don't just tell people to share it. Tell people why they should share it. I think one of the genius things that we, that we came up with is we make people feel special. And what I mean by that is that I'll tell people, this is my CTA, okay, usually. I say, at the end of every single video, I say, hey, it all starts with his rehab time. Let's get it. Hey, please share this video because there's somebody somewhere in the world on your timeline, a friend or family member that you don't even know is going through this, that needs this video. And by you sharing this video, you're going to be a hero in their life. And it's true. I get people all the time that tell me, Trent, I had no idea who you were five minutes ago, but my friend, sister, cousin, whoever shared this video and now I didn't download your podcast, now I didn't buy your books, now I didn't buy your merchandise. The power of telling people what to do, do not underestimate and tell them why they should do it. And when you can relate something to them that makes them feel special, the percentage of them actually doing that thing that you ask will go up. Okay, a few more things. So I think we're almost at an hour, man. I wish I can go for 80 hours. Two, uh, three more things. Quality is very important. And I don't mean that you have to have like some high production, but with your content, it doesn't need to be blurry. Like I see a lot of people post Google quotes, especially in the personal development world. And it's all these quotes and they're blurry. It's not uniformed at all. Those things matter. Okay. I don't want you to overthink those things, but make sure your quality is good. Make sure your quality, be proud of it. Make sure, you know, your videos aren't blurry. Make sure, you know, your quotes, you got to, somebody has to like go like this to actually read them. So make sure those things are good. Okay. Make your content familiar. This was very important for me when I first started. So if you follow me or you go back to my YouTube, you saw that I had a red background and I did that on purpose because I knew when people, I wanted people, when people thought of the color red, even with the word rehab, when people thought of rehab, I wanted people, I want to work at it so much and be so consistent. When you heard the word rehab, I want you to think trench coats. When you saw the color red, and this might seem insane goal, but I want you to think rehab time. So when you were scrolling on Facebook and you saw red, people stopped. I have people today say, man, you should do the red wall videos. I remember the red wall videos. I remember like people literally remember that. And it's on purpose because I want to make my content be very familiar. If you listen to my content, I have music in my content because music speaks to the soul. I would encourage everybody, if you can, add background music to your content. As we know, music speaks to all of our souls. That's why we listen to it. I use the same pretty much instrumental because I want to make the content familiar. I want to tap into someone's emotions. Last but not least, when it comes to content that I have here is invest in your content, okay? And that looks different for everybody, but invest in your content. If it means that much to you, if you say this is your life, stop treating it like a dream and a hobby because I promise you, it will bring you a greater ROI back when you invest in it. So what does that mean? Maybe you boost the post. Maybe you spend $20 and boost the post. My mindset was, I know more, just like when I was a speaker, I know more people need to hear about it. 
So if I boost this post, it's going to get in front of more eyes. It's going to make it that much more shareable. Okay, I didn't do that all the time, but on certain messages that I feel like were super impactful and I want to get out, I would invest in it. Okay, um, I mean, if you love something like clothes or shoes and you really love that, you would buy it instead of buying merchandise. I mean, material things. How about you take that same money and invest it into your content? Like, I think that's the most genius, simplest thing ever. Um, pay a person to share it. You know, network in your community. Find somebody that's in the same arena as you and say, hey, you know, first of all, how can if you don't have money, my thing is, this is speaker tip too. I'm going to that person and saying, this is how I can bring value to you, okay? Say you don't have money to invest. If you do have money, I'll say, hey, do you mind sharing this on your page, you know, for $100 or $200 or whatever you may have and think that it's worth, $20, $50. But I'll tell you right now, if the content is good enough and it's congruent with that person that you're asking with their morals and their vision, more than likely they'll share it for free because people want engagement. So if somebody brought me a dope video to me and it was super engaging and it aligned with my values and my mission, I'm going to share it for free because it's going to bring engagement to my page on a selfish, on a selfish tip. But when it came to me like breaking through a lot with social media, um, my biggest year last year on Facebook uh, as a speaker, I networked. I put the selfishness aside. I put the, oh, it's just about me. I don't want to reach out to someone in my same field. I get the competition thing, but I feel like when we come together and work together, we can impact way more people. And we did that on Facebook. A lot of the top influencers that you know on Facebook, we're pretty much friends. And we all networked and we shared each other's stuff. We supported each other. And we all probably had our biggest years last year. And so you might be saying, well, how can I get on a certain stage? Go serve. I've had people say, Trent, I can't afford to pay you as a life coach but this is a value that I have. Like, I'm really good at this that I can give to your life. Or can I just shadow you? Can I just watch you? And what do you think happens? I'll build a relationship with that person, obviously. And I've helped so many people because they didn't ask something from me. What they did was they brought something to me. So think about that. If you're in a place of, I don't have much to offer. You have a lot to offer. So I'll be thinking about my greatest values that I can give to other people that can help them. Okay, so the first C is content. The second C and this is, I say about this about every single topic, by the way. I hope you guys are lo loving this because, I mean, I just wanted to give you guys tactics. The second C is community, okay? And I'm going to be very quick with this because we're almost out of hour. The second C is community. This was the genius thing that I did that I feel like changed everything the most. The content, cool, but I created community. Rehab time is a community of rehabbers, Okay. And that's the first thing I'm going to tell you when creating community. This might seem corny, but give a name to the numbers. What do I mean by that? Most people, I'm not going to say most people, but I see a lot of people, it's just about them, right? They want people to share. They want people to do this and that, but they give nothing to them. They give nothing to the people who share. I see speakers backstage and I cannot stand this. I see speakers backstage and I get protecting your energy. Every situation is different, but I see speakers backstage that will purposely ignore, purposely ignore their supporters. And it just baffles me because these are the people who make you who you are. These are the people that buy your product. These are the people that share your content. So if you've ever been around me, you see me at an event, you're going to see me around. I'm not going to be hiding. I'm probably not going to have no security. Nothing, none of that. Because first of all, I want to be relatable. Remember, relatable, being relatable will do more for your life and more for your business than most things will in being transparent. But I want to talk to the people. For one, they give me feedback. They inspire me. Okay, so create 
a community name. Mine was rehabbers. Listen to my videos. What do I say? Hey, rehabbers across the world. Thank you, rehabbers. People want to be a part of something. Okay. There will be people who will be a part of gangs in a negative way because they want to be a part of something. There'll be people who are part of a church because they want to be a part of something. There'll be people who join fitness groups because they want to be a part of something. Give people a place to be a part of. Okay. And I thought rehabbers were corny, was corny a name, but that's why people, that's what people identify with. And I say it at the end of every beginning of every single video. Another thing with building community, give ownership, involve them in the process. As I said earlier, I let my community name my videos. I ask them. I say, hey, what should I name this? I ask them about merchandise. Hey, what shirt should I put out? Hey, my book title, The Greatest You. They pick that. I said, hey, what title works the best? And the, the ones that I would pick usually are like the least favorite. <laughs> so I ask them, involve them in your process. Three, show love daily to your supporters. They're family, man. You got to understand that they are family. And you, well, some of us do, but most of us don't ignore our family, right? Especially the positive ones, maybe the toxic ones, but they're family. And so if you're a person right now that has, you know, a thousand followers, even a hundred thousand, and you spend absolutely no time connecting with your supporters, then I would like to probably say you're selfish. And I know that might step on your toes. I get protecting your energy. I get protecting your peace. I get not burning out, trust me, but I have millions and I make it a point. I can't reach everybody. Now that's impossible. But I make it a point for an hour at least, usually more than that, every single day to connect with my community, to connect with them, to answer questions. Now, I have them pay to be a part of something, right? I have my coach and I have those things, but I might hit, if I see a message say, Trent, I need help with this, I'm not saying, hey, go pay for my coach. No, I answer the question. I'm in my comments. Go look. I'm answering questions. I'm in my inbox, right? I'm doing these things because, again, I got in this to really help and save lives. Okay, so make sure you connect daily with your supporters. Create something, right, where people can show up to for free. Maybe it's a funnel for you, right? Maybe you create a funnel for this, great, but have something that they can do for free. One of the things that I used to do, I would create rehab runs. I would tell people, hey, I'm in Fort Worth, Texas. Come out here, it's free. You don't have to pay anything. Just come connect with me, right? You build up that, you, you humanize yourself. And when you humanize yourself, it's one of your greatest weapons because people feel like, they see you, all right? They see themselves in you, okay? Another part about being a community, about having a community is don't be afraid to follow them. You know, I get it, protecting your peace, but some people don't follow the people that look more important. I never understood that. Follow them. Go comment on their stuff. Go get feedback. Like people, it's funny because people will, will actually hit me back and they don't believe it's me. I have to send voicemails like, hey, this is Trent. They're so surprised and, they, and the thing that, Everyone always says nine times out of 10 times is, hey, I can't believe you responded back to me. I'm going to support you forever. And I'm going to tell the world about you because you're a real human being. You really care. Okay. So the second C is community. Last C is consistency. Okay. When it comes to content, when it comes to your business, you have to be consistent. Get on the schedule. And I'm not telling you to ignore your mental health in doing this. I'm not telling you to burn yourself out, but get on the schedule. And be consistent with your work because we live in a time where I'm going to tell you right now, either you post, you create, or you're going to be forgotten. They're going to find someone else. Okay? Be active in the social media community. Understand the pulse of what's going on so you know the content to create. If that content is real for you. Be very active. Know what's going on. Like I said, go comment on other people's stuff. Go comment on random people's stuff that you see a quote that you like. 
go, go show love to it. Be very active in the social media community. Third thing with consistency, be predictable with your message. Be predictable with it. Because when you're predictable in your message and still have that, and still have that sense of suspense, predictable meaning that the values that you stand for, still have that sense of suspense in there though, you become shareable, right? People will share your content. Number four is build relationships on social media. Like I said, with people in your arena, with people in your field, build these relationships. So if I could wrap all of this up right quick, just number one, be yourself. Number one, understand your intention. Number one, understand who you are. Number one, understand the magnet of yourself, right? Realize your magnet is your greatest gift. The thing that separates you from everyone else. Second thing is just start, just start. Like, don't sit with all these, this information, try to figure everything out. Just start. Just find one little thing that you're going to do and apply this week, today, next month, whatever it is for you. Just start. Remember, it's better to be transparent than it is to be perfect. Okay? Number three, page identity. This falls in consistency. If I came to your page right now, I know what you're about. If I came to your page right now, with your page, show me that you're about what you say you're about. If you came to my page, you know that I am in the self-worth business, that you know I am a speaker, that you know I write books, I create content that impacts people. Page identity is very, very important. So when people come to your page, are they going to know what you're about? Okay. And as a speaker, side note, show yourself speaking, guys, because don't think people think you're a speaker just because you say it, just because it's in your bio. Like the bio success doesn't matter, by the way. A lot of times we spend too much time on our bio success than we actually do becoming successful. Okay, so if you're a speaker, show yourself on stage speaking. You don't have to be every single post, but show yourself. Number four, care about your community, right? Big time. Number five, mission mindset over business mindset. Does that mean that you ignore your business? Absolutely. Does it mean that you ignore numbers? Absolutely not, right? It doesn't mean that you ignore those things, but understand numbers can lie. Numbers told me when I first started, when five people showed up, when 10 people was watching my video that this wasn't for my life. But I didn't believe numbers. I believe my gift. I believe the impact. And over time, I'm speaking on stage to 20, 30,000 people. Y'all know the rest, okay? I don't have to talk numbers to y'all. Number six, impact over lights. Always think about that. We live in a time right now where it's so, huh, man, this is a whole different conversation. I'm gonna be quick. We live in a time right now where social media is controlling our work, okay? It's controlling how we feel about ourselves. And a lot of us, we feel like, oh, this didn't get a lot of likes. This might, this might not be good. I want to tell you something. And please, please sit with this. You can never measure true impact. And what I mean by this, I've had con I've had content that might have been, you know, a million views. And for me, that's pretty, that's pretty, it's pretty average. A million views or even 500,000, 100,000 views, which means pretty low. I've had people tell me that they took that piece of content and they showed their whole entire church. They took that piece of content and showed their whole university classroom. The likes or the views would have never showed how many people actually liked it or viewed it. So don't get so caught up in that. Please don't let that determine your self-worth. Just because a few people like it doesn't mean it's not great content. Doesn't mean it's not impactful. Um, because then you start to cre create from a place of business instead of a place from experience, instead of a place from mission, right? Always create from that place because there's no point in being successful if you're not going to be fulfilled. I'll tell you that right now. There's no point of being successful if you're not going to be fulfilled. The true goal is to not lose yourself in the success. Okay? And just remember those three C's. I appreciate you guys. I'm thankful for you guys. 
Um, I hope you guys got tons of value for it. Hopefully, I'll get to come out there and see you guys in person. And uh, like I always tell you, it all starts with you. Let's get it. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms, and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.